Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental. Keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Hello and welcome to Muskoka Unlimited on 88.7 The Bay. I'm Jenny Cressman, your host with the most... The most interesting individuals to chat with, that is. That's what Muskoka Unlimited is really all about. Having conversations with interesting people who are doing interesting things. The folks featured on this show all have some sort of connection to Muskoka, but beyond that, the topics are unlimited. Now, without further ado, let me introduce to you today's special guest. Hey there, my guest today is KM or Karen Wurstein. I have known this writer in her many incarnations for a long time. We've swum in many of the same writing pools over the years. And I think we met before we even knew we were writers, but then that solidified our friendship over the years. So welcome, Karen. Thank you so much. Glad to be here again, Jenny. I'm, I think we might have met in the grapevine. Yes. Because you used to work in the grapevine and I was coming yes. in to get homeopathic remedies and stuff like that. I think that Good was stuff. it. Exactly. Good stuff like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And Karen was the first guest on the show when I took the reins as an interim host of Muskoka Unlimited last year. So we've come full circle. We're um, off on a new wave of the show and Karen is my guest again. <laughs> hey, here we are. But this time, we're going to kind of pick up where we left off. On the previous show, we were talking about last year's Muskoka Novel Marathon, which was coming right up. And now we're going to talk a little bit about this year's version, which is still a little bit in flux. It's going to for sure have an online component, though, Karen, right? That is 100%. Yes. Okay. It's either going to be in-person and online combined, Mm -hmm. or it's going to be just online. Okay. And And so there will be a Muskoka Novel Marathon July 14th to 17th. It will happen one way or the other. Yay, July 14th to 17th. That's the magic days, yeah. Wonderful. Um, And so this is what number of marathon then? Oh, this would be, uh, it's 23, this would be 24, no, the 23rd because it's, right, it's the 23rd because it's, we we started in 2022, sorry, 20. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 2000 and t- rented lips 2002 <laughs> we started so okay. it's 23 so this would be the 22nd mm. we need to do our math here yes so we word people well, we suck at math you didn't skip a year at all though even no no no, with, no, 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 you, no it was it's online been, during covid that's right and then right. since then it's been online with looking at being live and by the time this show airs you will have an answer whether it will be in person as well as online and when we post the podcast on Facebook, we can give people that information. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and from what you're telling me about when it's going to air um, or when it's airing, mm-hmm. it's present time for those listening. Uh, registration will have been open for a while. So, OK, hopefully at this point, if there's seats, you can still grab one. So um, if there um, is only an online version. Right. You are not limited with numbers. There's no cap. Yeah. That's correct. There's yeah. no cap. And so when you are doing the in-person version, then you're limited by the number of seats in the room. The number of seats in the room, uh, the number of meals that local restaurants are willing to donate, 
we cap it. And, and also, actually, there's also an, uh, an intimacy. There's a certain mm-hmm. intimacy that you get. So we cap it 40, 4-0. And, uh, and, um, but another thing that's very important that we'd like to talk a little bit about is the need for volunteers for the Muskoka Novel Marathon. Yes, that is true. We always need volunteers. We always need judges. We always need people to help run it. Um, more so if it's in if person, it's in of person. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. In per- we're, we're trying to come back to in person now. And that means that we need people to fill roles that haven't had to be filled for the last three years so that we don't have the existing people. Right. Yeah. And we haven't, you know, been been recruiting them or training them. So, yeah, we we need a venue coordinator. We need a food sponsor coordinator. That's the person who mm-hmm. procures from the restaurants, the meals. Right. And the, right. In the ranges and so on. And um, and so that's. You know, that's another kind of obstacle to do it in person. I have to you yeah. have to make a decision based on all these things. Yeah. So if there's anybody well, out there <laughs> who'll help us. Well, even even know. when it's online, there's lots of stuff being done in the background. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. I mean, social media is one thing for sure. But then there's lots of other aspects that volunteers are critical for. That's right. Because, we, we have to have 12 judges, for instance. Yes. And the goal for all of this, if you listening volunteers the goal is to raise money to help literacy Literacy. in our community that's right that's right and and um uh the uh, y the ymca literacy program that's our beneficiary Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. they are in need they are in need right now of funding specifically for esl for english as second language classes yes um well and i had talked with nancy west last year as well and she pointed out that a lot of um, companies in Huntsville or Muskoka are now bringing in foreign workers because they haven't been able to fill yep. the spot yep. with local people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the foreign workers have a big need to improve their they English. They want to learn English. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially if they're doing customer service and that kind of thing. Yeah. Hospitality. Well, even working in a factory, they need yeah. to know the names of the parts and all of those yep. things. <laughs> yeah. Thingamabob doesn't necessarily translate well. Well, you you need to know the signs to get to your workplace, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's so many aspects that will, uh, you know, the Novel Marathon has an impact on in our community through the funds raised, mm-hmm. whether it's online or in person. That's right. And that it's a heck of right. a lot of fun. Having participated a number of times myself, I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Jenny's been on and off. I've been solid since 2006. Never missed one. Okay. I don't always get a chance to write as much as I want because I'm doing organizational work. But sure. I don't care because I like organizing it too. So. so you are going to be writing something this year? I am. Um, not entering because it's an existing uh, novel that I want to finish. Mm-hmm. And it actually was started at a novel marathon many years ago. Cool. Um, and, and I thought, you know, I didn't really, I was kind of like, uh, I don't think this worked so well. I don't think I'm going to like it that much when I read it back. And that was quite a few years ago. And then more recently, I read it. So, well, I'll just say I decided I wanted to finish. <laughs> yeah, this needs to be out there. <laughs> okay, so a so. very engaging character then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if we want to talk about the, the character who I know Jenny has in mind, um, years ago, I sold three fantasy novels published. Um, and this was back when there was no such thing as doing real self-publishing. 
Um, but it was, so it was with Bain Books. It was with a real publisher in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're about a character who goes by the name Chavanga, at least part of the time. And um, it's, it's kind of weird to talk about him on the radio because <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not uh, that used to it. But I, I had abandoned the whole thing. I, what happened was I, I, I wrote those three books. I, I uh, sold them in 91, 92. Mm-hmm. So many, many years ago. They went yeah. out of print many years yeah. ago. And then I did an online version of the same story between 2009 and 2013 uh-huh. that was much longer, much more detailed, more points of view, more characters, more more good stuff, I like to think. More battles royale. <laughs> more battles royale, yeah. There's one of my readers said, you can guarantee there'll be fights from marital <laughs> snipe fests to large-scale military operations. <laughs> Um, and, 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 but I also, you, you know, it's very character oriented, very character driven, very psychological, very philosophical. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 I like all those things. I'm interested in all those things. So they all come out in my writing. Um, lots of emotion and lots of sex. <laughs> <laughs> so you, know, you, you part became of life. re-engaged with I the did. characters. I and- did. I thought I had abandoned the, the project. As of, they drew you back in. Well, sort of. I kind of had an, a breakthrough about it myself in mm. my own feelings about myself and about the book. It's like I went back. I had never read it from end to end. Oh, interesting. I had not done that, which, which really is kind of wrong for a writer because you should read your <laughs> stuff from end to end because then you get the full continuity, right? Right. And so I had had this breakthrough. I felt better about myself. I thought, I had to try reading it end to end. And I, and I, and I did. And I realized about a third of the way in that I wanted to do revisions and put it out as ebooks. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to do. Oh, and so in the meantime, though, you've been writing all kinds of stuff. I mean, the, the Chavenga has come and gone in your life, but That's you've right. also That's had right. other big projects on the go and you're, a working writer, still freelancing and making your money in all different ways with all different types of writing. That is correct. And in Muskoka, I would be best known for doing cottage country cuisine. Yep. Which is the culinary column for Unique Muskoka magazine. As KM Worstein. As that, KM Worstein. That's right. right. That's what I buy on everything now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I do that one and that's a great gig. It's the yummiest gig. It's the most delicious gig because <laughs> I get to go out and sample things. And but I also write for the Science Encyclopedia, which is a website on parapsychology and ah. related things mm-hmm. um, that's there to put out uh, real information about them, not misinformation, which there's lots out there. Um, which must and, be tricky to, to figure out what's true and what isn't. Well, you just go back to the original sources. Yeah. I and mean, that's what I do when I'm writing my mm-hmm. when I'm writing my articles. I just go back to the original if you sources. Can find like, them. Well, I know how to find. Them. <laughs> okay, so you become <laughs> a detective as well. <laughs> well, I have learned how to find them. It's not that hard. If I mean, records have been kept. Mm-hmm. You know, I get paid for doing this by the Society for Psychical Research. Okay, which I know is not a fly-by-night employer because they've been around since 1882. Wow. Yeah, the the most long-standing employer I've ever had. Wow. 1882, <laughs> and you know, so they're in London. They survived the Blitz, and they survived. You know, whatever happened in, you know, depression. Yeah. Whatever has happened since 1882. They, and they've never they, missed a paycheck. 
Well, I haven't been working for quite that long. But like, they're sometimes late with them, but I've never missed one. I get, okay. Actually, I get email transfers, so it's not even okay. Well, that sounds like very interesting research, and we're going to come back in just a few moments and talk more about that. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. Welcome back. I'm still Jenny Cressman interviewing Karen Wurstein, who goes by K.M. Wurstein when she's bylining an article, many of which she does. She is <laughs> one of the most prolific writers I have ever met. And now we're talking about some stuff that she's doing online that requires a bit of research. And can you say more about the Science Cyclopedia? Um, well, it was, uh, it, its purpose is to disseminate accurate and good and primary sourced information about parapsychology. And parapsychology encompasses psychic phenomena, telepathy, clairvoyance, precognition, uh, psychokinesis. And it also has this other corner, kind of the black sheep of the parapsychology family. And that is postmortem survival or to use the less scientific term, life after death. Right. And uh -huh. that's where you get your reincarnation, mediumship, after death communications, near death experiences, all those kinds of things. So naturally you're drawn to the black sheep. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> So whatever people are going to jump on before <laughs> I go straight for that. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and I've written 124 articles. Mm -hmm. I was originally just going to concentrate on reincarnation, but I and um, another person who writes prolifically about reincarnation, we blew through their budget on, you know, the, the, the bucket for reincarnation. There's supposed to be these <laughs> other. And so the editor asked me, would you like to work on, um, you know, other topics and I needed money. So I said, yes. Okay. And, and so I have learned all kinds of things. In fact, I have just, been, he's just asked me to write the article on parapsychology. Okay. There, there wasn't one. So it doesn't come up on, uh, in searches, right? Yeah. We want to make it come up on searches. So I'm going to write about parapsychology, mm -hmm. which is really a plum assignment. You know, yeah. So. Fun. And, and I'm, I'm more inspired by it than a lot of the other things I've written, but, but, um, so when we do post the link to the podcast for this show, right. then um, you'll be able to post links if you want to some articles or some some things like that as well, so that people can have a taste of your writing if they haven't had a, a taste of your culinary writing or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, um, and the, yeah, another thing sure. that you're very involved with online is the International Center for Reincarnation Research. That's right. Can you explain a little bit more about what that involves? Absolutely. Um, I got, I'd had personal past life experiences since 2000 mm. and, you know, kind of lived with that and processed it and worked on it and so on. And then uh, in about 2015, I discovered the science. I hadn't really known. I had heard of Ian Stevenson, who's like the giant in the field, the late Ian Stevenson. He's not with us anymore, unfortunately. I never got to meet him. Um, well, maybe in his life, you will. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> If anyone should come back, it's him. And I certainly <laughs> plan to. Um, and uh, so I got involved. I took a course and I got so fascinated with it. I started investigating cases of my own. I've published a couple papers now, mm -hmm. um, published a review, you know, in the in the SPR journal. It's the same society, Society for Cyclical Research. And um, and I 
the thing that I noticed, though, is that it really isn't funded well enough. The research really isn't funded well enough. Hmm. When you consider the importance of the question. Yeah. We all want to know. Yeah. What, what happens when I die? We all think, yeah. well, we're just going to find out when we get there. We're not going to find out beforehand. But there are indications in mm-hmm. the real world. Okay. And, you know, I mean, the, the, it's a science. The cases have been studied. There are, oh. There's a collection of 2,500 of them, of which 1,700 are solved, which means that they figured out, and this is mostly children, so I'll say children, they figured out from the child's memories mm-hmm. who they'd been before wow. they managed to identify the person. So you know, with some what certainty. cases jump out as being verified? Oh, gosh. Uh, oh man. Um, I, I, I will invoke maybe the most famous North American case, which mm-hmm. is James Leininger, who as a child had memories of being shot down as an American pilot uh, near Iwo Jima in mm-hmm. World War II. And he remembered all kinds of things, right? From when he was, like his first words, I think, were airplane. And huh. so on. And he had screaming nightmares of being shot down when he was a little kid. Uh-huh. And he remembered the name of the ship, and he remembered the names of some of his comrades in arms, and he remembered all kinds of other details and had the fascinations. Like, you look, there, there, there are certain signs. Right. So there's memories, there's behaviors that are similar. You know, he was absolutely okay. fascinated with planes. He's gone back into the military. He's grown up now. Uh-huh. He's about the same age as my son. He'd be 25 this year. Um, and and so on. He, 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 he talked to his former sister. Oh. So the sister of his previous incarnation. Hmm. And she gave him a painting that their mother had done of, no, sorry, she had done. She did, she did, no, their mother, that's right, their mother did the paintings, and she gave him the one of his previous incarnation, and he said, what happened to the one that she did of you? And that oh. was something that was only known within the family. Wow. So Very she intriguing. became convinced, like, yeah, you're my, you're my brother, come back. Yeah. And so very, very strong case. It hit the media. There are videos about it. You can go and read about it on, mm-hmm. read my article about it on the Science Encyclopedia, just go, James Leininger, Sci Encyclopedia. Okay. <laughs> if you spell Leininger wrong, Google will fix it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, good to know. <laughs> and that's one case. Um, uh, uh, there's one that um, there's one that was a media circus in Sri Lanka. Mm. Uh, uh, her na- I don't know if I can pronounce her name right. I'll, I'll just try for the first name. Ganana Dileka. Okay. I think I've got that right. I've okay. Not, I, I really. can't correct you um, or not. <laughs> no, I know. Sri Lankans out there, if I butchered it, sorry. Um, and uh, it was a, a journalist who was looking for past life cases. Okay. And heard about her um, and and decided to pursue her case because um uh there were a lot of details to it Mm. and they found the previous incarnation by him writing about it in the newspaper saying she Mm. remembers this 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 and this and this detail anyone know anyone out there who matches and somebody did wow and she went and met all the relatives recognized everybody wow uh or the suzanne ganham that's another really cool case um, 
Not that's not her real name. It was a kind of a prominent family in Lebanon. They're in the Lebanon. Druze community, mm-hmm. right? Which is okay. a sect of Islam that believes in reincarnation. Mm. <clears throat> and um, um, Stevenson, Ian Stevenson, inv- inv- investigated that case. And um, as far as he was concerned, she held the record for most proper names remembered from a previous life, which was something like 50, 40. Mm. She also remembered, almost correctly, a phone number. Huh. It only had two digits transposed side by side. You know how you make that mistake all the time? Sure. When you're remembering phone numbers? Yeah, like Otherwise, it was numbers, correct. goodness. <laughs> yeah, it was, and, 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 and Stevenson verified it by looking in the Beirut phone directory. So she <laughs> came back so fast in her next life that people were still alive? Oh, yeah. And the phone oh, number yeah, was still active? The, time. the phone number... It was still active. That's right. Wow. Still in the phone book. So how common is it for people to come back that quickly? I, I often thought it was, you know, they, they would kind of hang out in the never, never land and then just sort of pop back in on Earth in another generation or two or or three. Or is there any sort of formula? Or can, yeah, there is. OK, there's well, first of all, there's their uh, intermission intermission length, which is the technical term we use for that. OK. Um. It varies by culture. Oh. So it tends to be shorter or longer. So Western lives, for instance, tend to be far apart. Ah. And in Asia, it's closer. So it kind so, of correlates to whether or not your culture believes strongly in reincarnation. Maybe it's that. Huh. Yeah, it could be. It could be. There's there's a few theories floating around. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also can depend on what kind of death it was. Oh. So suicides, for instance, mm-hmm. tend to come back really fast. Really? Yeah. Okay. And people who've died uh, abruptly, violently, mm-hmm. uh, unjustly, who feel maybe like they've been ripped off for part of their lives hmm. because, you know, they're young, they tend to come back quickly, too. Interesting. So yeah. people who've lived long, full lives just go and kind of relax in the nethersphere or whatever in the ether well, <laughs> and, and and then hang out for a while and then just pop back in eventually <laughs> yeah well i i think it's i mean it's not just these categories i think it's also very individual because mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. from all the data i've seen and i wrote about this in the science encyclopedia mm-hmm. that we have a lot of choice mm-hmm. um so uh so we have Wait, a lot of choice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really said much about ICRR. I kind of wondered, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. I guess, you know, we have a lot of choice and we would have the choice to bring you back another time and not talk more, <laughs> I'd love more to specifically come back. about next incarnation the ICRR. Of- yes. So we're going to have a reincarnation of this interview at some point in the future. Meanwhile, this has been Jenny Cressman speaking with Karen K.M. Wurstein about all kinds of things. Cool. Thank you, Jenny. Bye for this life. I mean, this moment, the show. Anyway, see you later, alligator. That's it for today, folks. Thanks for tuning in to Muskoka Unlimited, which airs every other Sunday on 88.7 The Bay. If you missed a show, don't worry. You can find podcasts of all my Muskoka Unlimited shows on the Bay's website, huntersbayradio.com. I also post links and reminders of upcoming shows on Facebook. Look for author Jenny Cressman and 
follow me around. This is Jenny Cressman saying adios for now. I'll be back again in two weeks. Thanks for listening.